take a chance. You're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Audio drama in the age of Arthur. TheTableRound.com Legends of the Table Round, Chapter 8 of The Journey to the King's Wedding. All of the lands of Albion are busy and bustling, readying themselves for the wedding of the High King Arthur to the Lady Guinevere. Knights and ladies, merchants and labourers all converge on the new capital for the glorious event. Pardon me, Lord. I'll just be moving along here. <laughs> I'm not any Lord. John Brewer, don't you recognise me? Well, how be? How? What is a barley picker like you doing riding a horse? And a war horse at that? If you killed somebody for it... Ah, don't be daft, John Brewer. How could I have killed a knight? Hit him with my rake. Whipped him with a barley stock. <laughs> I suppose. Could be I threw a manoeuvre at him until he yielded. All right, that's enough. <laughs> Maybe I had my wife's chickens attack him. Bark, bark, bark. All right, Al Farmer, you've made your point. Bark, bark, bark. So then, by Taliesin's beard, how did you manage to be riding that warhorse? Well, just a couple of days ago, me and Milton, my old donkey, were carrying a load of barley up to the millers with these two knights came out of nowhere, screaming and bashing away at each other. You can't run from me, mate. Not from Agravain of Orkney. I'm not running, Northman. Just finding room for this. You should practice more. Your arm is too weak if you want to sit up at the crossroads to seek to rob honest knights from passage. Come on, fella. Let's get out of here. Out of my way, peasants! <laughs> And you, sir, forced me to kill you over a stretch of road. You could have just as easily have ridden around. You kill me? Ha! I thought you a bandit, not a jester. Laugh at this! If all the miscreants in the south are as piddling swordsmen as you, enforcing my uncle King Arthur's peace wouldn't be an easy task. I would have let you be. For just a small amount of gold. I cannot wait to take your whole purse, your armor, and your horse. You can't hide from me behind that mule. He's a donkey. Wait, he stabbed the man through your donkey? By my mother's grave, he did just that. No! 
Poor Milton. No. Was, was this wicked knight a friend of yours, peasant? No, my lord. Milton was my donkey. He was a miserable, cranky beast. But I needed him. Huh. I needed what will become of you now? Without my donkey, my wife and I will be forced to become beggars, I suppose. I haven't the coin to replace him. Or the spirit. Take my horse. My... My lord? Take it. <laughs> Let it never be said the king's nephew and beggar the virtuous... Uh, uh, what are you? Farmer or something? Barley, my lord. Indeed. Well... Let no man tell that an honest peasant was ruined because of the deeds of a knight in the service of justice, even inadvertently. Good day to you, barley man. This day it seems that Sir Agravain of Orkney shall walk. And that's how I got this beauty here. I'm thinking I should sell her, but I have to admit I kind of like the view from way up here. Excuse me. Good day to you. Now that was a handsome fellow. That was Sir Tristan, lately of the court of King Mark. Oh, now who's putting on airs, acting like you know that knight? I met him just yesterday. Well, not exactly met him as such, but close enough. How so? Well, I was pushing a cart of ale down to Lower Chartham Village when I hear a lady weeping in the woods. I got places to be, but I'm not without some pity, so I walked towards the weeping to see what's what. But before I got there, up rode that handsome knight. So I just minded my business from the shade. And watched? Of course I did. And I'm glad of it, too. <laughs> Why do you weep, my lady? It is too perfect a day for tears. Oh, brave knight, I was out falconing, and I fear that my bird has become entangled in this tree by the lures on its talons. I am sorry to hear it. Looks like a fine bird. Will you help me, sir? I must get that bird out of the tree. <laughs> I'm not a climber. Find a small boy or someone to do it. I cannot. My husband is a wicked and angry brute. If he learns that I lost his prize falcon, he will beat me, perhaps to death. Would you wish that on me, Sir Knight? <sighs> All right, my lady. I cannot climb the tree in my armor. Would you help me out of it? Oh, indeed. Goodness, there are so many buckles. I usually have my squire for this. But he rode ahead to the capital to let them know I was coming as an invoice. How exciting. I think I can make the climb now. You needn't divert your eyes, my lady. I still have my britches on. <sighs> oh, stupid bird. Stray with the climb. <clears throat> Come here, little fellow. I've got you. Nice buddy, nice buddy. Here, my lady, all free. 
Thank you ever so much, Sir Tristan. Ha-ha! I have tricked you, pretty knight. You were a fool for the little lady, and now you are trapped like the bird in the tree. <laughs> Birds aren't trapped in trees. They can fly. Well then, you are trapped like a hound in a tree, looking just as foolish, with your flowing hair and your little bare feet. What is this all about? Do we know each other, sir? Have we met? I know you only as the silly gnat in a tree in his undershirt. And you might be knowing me as Sir Bruce Sans Pitié, the most treacherous and wicked gnat from here to far Jerusalem. Now, little lady maiden, take his sword and shield and move it far from the tree. I'm very sorry for this, Sir Tristan. Of course. Oh, stop making this sad cow eyes, woman. You have played your part well, and now I shall play my part. This You surely don't mean to kill me while I'm unarmed. It's shameful. Let me come down. Give me my sword, and then at least you can say you killed me in a fight. I think I shall recover from my shame before you recover from death. And when you are dead, I shall tell any story I wish, and you will be in no position to argue, because you will be dead, no? Now, will you come down and accept your fate, or must I burn down this tree? You don't have a torch. True. Hmm. Well then, get down here and let me slay you, or I shall cut the tree down. You don't have an axe either. Ah! I do not care. You cannot stay up there forever, sir, handsome knight. Try me. Let's see who rusts first. You would stay up there and hide from glorious battle that is cowardly and passing ignoble. You know, these are delicious. Would you like an apple? Ah, stop that! It is demeaning to knighthood to do battle with fruit. Ah, you are a disgrace to the knighthood. I order you to climb down that tree and let me murder you honorably. You know what? I think it's time. Give me a moment to snap this branch. And I shall be right down. Are you all right, sir? I've jumped off higher. Sir Bruce, you took my shield and my sword, but you were mistaken to leave me my armor. I plan not to give you the time to dress. What are you going to do? Battle me with your calf greaves? Beat me with that branch? Actually, yes. That was the idea. Take that! Zoot along! Ah! Oh! Ah! Eh! Mandu! Oh! Sacre bleu! You have disarmed me! I am at your mercy! So it seems. How do you like those apples? Ow! Oh. You hit me with an apple. Sorry. I flee! Ha-ha! <laughs> you shall never forget the name of Bruce Sans Pitié! Ha-ha-ha-ha-ha! <laughs> um, my lord Tristan, Sir Bruce has abandoned me and left me all alone here in this wood. Would you perhaps consider giving me a ride back to the local manor house? My lady, I've got half a mind to use this branch on you. And I don't mean on your head. <laughs> you really said that? Certes he did. On my honor! 
but that French fellow got away. A bit more fortunate than that sad lot of fellows over there. Who are all those miserable wretches waiting at that door? That's the line of recreant knights and knaves that have been brought to justice by the great Sir Lancelot de Lac. What are they all doing here? Sir Lancelot sends them all here after they surrender to kneel at the foot of the Lady Guinevere and ask for her forgiveness. And they actually do it? Have you seen Sir Lancelot fight? Not many men would ever break a promise to that man. So here they all are, submitting themselves to the Queen's justice. It's Lancelot's wedding present to Her Majesty. Well, they look like a seedy lot. You missed the worst of it. Let me tell you what happened this morning. It seems Lancelot was out near Dumnonia, resting under an apple tree, and the woman ran screaming up to him. Help me, Sir Knight. Help me. What is going on? I know you by your shield, sir. You are Lancelot du Lac, and you are sworn to protect all ladies. That is true. Then you must protect me. My husband is chasing me in a jealous rage. He means to kill me. Come back here, you trollop! You unfit style! He lies. He is mad with jealousy. His mind is filth, so he sees shadows of filth everywhere he looks. She has dishonored me. It is my right to kill her. Stand back, sir. No, Lancelot, please. I throw myself at your feet. Protect me. The harlot lies. Guard your tongue, sir. He saw me walking with my little cousin. The boy is young enough to be my son. Get over here. Ask him about the miller's widow. See the look on his face. All he sees is the reflection of his own sins. Release her, knight, and step aside. I demand my right as a husband. Silence your prattle, sir. This lady is now under my protection. Try again to lay a hand on her and you will answer to me for it. What's she? Do you know who I am? Daya! I... Yes. I know who you are, sir. I will not challenge you. Then we are agreed. There will be no more talk of killing. We will travel together to your lord's manor. He will decide if you have the right to cast your wife aside, but regardless, I will allow no harm to come to this lady. So be it. May the lady bless you, Sir Lancelot. I only obey my vows, lady. Sir Lancelot, who are those armed men? Where? I don't see any arms. You are! But... But Lancelot... I throw away my sword. I am on my knees before Get up! Get up and fight me! Emma, I beg your mercy, and you are sworn to give it. Tagul, stand up! I will fight you unarmed! Attack me! No, sir. Mercy! Mercy! I will take off my armor! Fight me! I am prostrated at your feet, my lord. You must grant me mercy, by laws of God and man. Your sword. I will fight you barehanded, damn you! I will never raise my arms to you, sir. I will do whatever penance you order of me. But grant me my life. Your life. Your hateful, base, degenerate life. Spare me, Sir Lancelot. You will never know the truth of your claims about your wife. But I know that poor woman was more deserving of life than you ever will be. Go to that poor woman's body. Pick it up. <sighs> yes, sir. Across your shoulders, man. It's your shame to bear. Never let her go. 
Hold her close to you. Carry her until she rots. Bear her to the capital. Present yourself to the court of King Arthur. There, kneel at the feet of the Lady Guinevere and beg her forgiveness. Accept whatever judgment she gives you. I will do this, Sir Lancelot. Thank you, sir. Do not thank me. If I had my will, I would rip your heart out of your chest, but we are all bound by oath. Now you remember this. Never put that down. If you do believe me, I will know and I will find you. And this fellow did it? Carried the body all the way here? He arrived this morning. Oh, sweet Jesus, what happened? What did the Lady Guinevere do, order him killed? She said such a heinous crime was beyond her ability to pardon. She told him to take the body, which isn't very pretty now, believe you me, and carry it all the way to the Pope in Rome to beg for his forgiveness. Ha, that'll be an unpleasant voyage. And she ordered him to go on foot. And the fellow cried tears of gratitude and thanked Her Majesty for her clemency. What are those wagons carrying? It's gigantic. That's the new Queen's gift to the King. Or rather, from her father, Leodegrange. What is it? It's a round table. Big enough for a hundred and fifty knights to sit. Are there that many knights in all the world? There will be. And all the knights most worship in all Christendom will come here to join the King's Fellowship. How do the servants bring them food? The table will be too wide to pour the wine. Now, I'm sure I don't know, Hal Farmer. But tie up your horse and hurry. I can still find us a spot. This will be a day long remembered here in Camelot. Hello, this is Paul Vincent, and I play Guy the Courtier. King Arthur's fabled round table was first mentioned by the writer Waste of Jersey around 1150. He told of King Arthur's having a round table made so that none of his seated knights could claim precedent over the others. In the 13th century, Robert de Baron wrote that Merlin himself created the table in imitation of the table Christ sat at with his disciples at the Last Supper. Today, in Winchester, England, there's a great hall where a copy of the round table can be seen. Five metres in diameter, it dates from the early 14th century and pictures Henry VIII in Arthur's seat. Written by Morgan Z. Sowell. Produced by Lindsay Smith. Sir Agravain was Richard Matheson. Sir Tristan was Jackson Trent. And Sir Lancelot was Joshua Kibbe. Blair Palmer Lee played Hal the Farmer. Chandler Walpole played John the Brewer. And Paul Vincent played Guy the Courtier. Also featuring the voice talents of Olivia Steele as the Maiden. Erin McMichael as the Wife. Toddy Harold as the husband, Charlie Oldenfield as the bandit, and Rocky Humphreys as Sir Bruce. Your narrator was Nicola Branch. In the next chapter of the immortal tales of the Table Round, we step back into the castle to join in with the merriment of the king's nuptials. Knights will sing, the court will meet Morgan le Fay, the king will learn that not everyone loves Lancelot, and the doors of Camelot will fly open to grand new adventures. The Plotseer, a novel by Blair Pomeley. 
Amazon.com readers call it captivating and relatable, unique and timeless. A riveting story of rediscovery. Order your copy of The Plot Seer today on Amazon.com, also available on Amazon Kindle. Monday Matinee on the Mutual Audio Network always means a potpourri of entertainment, drama, comedy, action. Whew, it really stimulates the mind, don't it? Well, a great way to get your mind back into neutral gear is to catch Bells in the Battery on Friday Follies and Sunday Showcase. Silliness is the best cure for mental stimulation. Bells in the Battery, always odd, always family-friendly. If only I could convince my family to listen to it. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together.